Hello and welcome to Guillotine Sports Podcast. I'm Ray Knight and I'm joined by my dad, Mark. But before Great. we begin, if you're a fan of UFC, make sure you follow Guillotine Sports on Twitter. It is at Guillotine Sport. And you can check out our website where you'll find write-ups and of the latest events, our own scorecards and star ratings. So with that being said, I hope you enjoy the podcast. So... The fight night came midweek, and it was the fight night of Smith v. Texera. Anthony Smith versus Glover Texera. What did you think of the fight, Dad? Yes, yes, that was a very good fight, actually. And I felt sorry for Smith. Certainly seems that it would appear that both Smith and Texera are actually friends outside of the ring so it was uh, a case of getting business done basically yeah um, so I thought it was a really good fight I really loved the fight um, yeah it seemed like a journey and the fight you it took you it took you from the, the start that Smith had to the end of Smith had and it was I had some sort of Schadenfreude-esque um like can't help but watch. It was so captivating. Um, even though I shouldn't have enjoyed it, I couldn't help but like look away. I couldn't look away. Yeah, um, certainly. I mean, Smith. I mean, Smith started off really well. You know, he was like you know boxing at range, dictating it. You know that kind of thing. And then, you know, I, I know they made comment during the fight about you know fighting to instruction, but as it, it would appear that he was, and he started to run out of gas. And once he started to run out of gas. That was all the encouragement that uh, Glover needed. Yeah, so Smith was acting like a computer game. Um, so with his corner controlling the fire cell, unleashing all the combinations they had in their locker, um, but they weren't watching the stamina bar as it continued to drain. And um, it was in the third round where Texera really won the fight. Um, he hit that uppercut to Smith. And then proceeded to just dish out a lot of punishment um, in round three and round four, which you know, they proceeded to be at 10, 10 eight rounds at least. Um, yeah. But credit yeah, to Smith for being able to hold on for that long. I think uh, Smith's corner has a lot to answer for. Um, one, for the constant instruction, and two, um, for not stopping the fight. Because in the fourth round, he came back uh, to the corner. You could see in his eyes his, his own belief was gone and uh, he drudged out in the fifth round to take his whoops. And uh, yeah. yeah, Texera obliged and almost looked apologetic as he rained shots down on his uh, forlorn opponent in Smith. Yeah, yeah, it definitely seemed like that, didn't it? It was, uh, you know, once he'd had that big uppercut and uh, really, as you say, they, they could have they could have stopped you. You couldn't help watching him. It was great, but Realistically, every single time from fourth round onwards that Smith got hit, you know, he, he was in trouble. And to be fair to him, he, he's a tough guy for carrying on under those circumstances because he must have been in pain every single time they landed. Yeah. Do you think that his corner should have thrown in the towel? I think they could have pulled him out because it, he, he didn't at any stage after that you know, especially after the especially after the fourth round, he didn't look at any stage like he was travelling. 
Glover at all, you know. So, you know, it would need a miracle, wouldn't it, in the fifth round? And that wasn't, you know, this wasn't going to happen in these conditions. So they could have, they no, could have saved him. Yeah, no way would that would that have happened. And um, yeah, and and also Smith when he went back to the corner, he said, "I'm losing my teeth," which is like, isn't he's not saying, yes, you know, the way he said it as well is like negative. It's like mm, he doesn't want to fight almost. Yeah. Um, but yeah. It was a Texera continues his winning streak though. Um I gave it fight of the night. I already enjoyed it. Um and yeah. Yeah, good fight. Yeah. So then the uh next fight is Rothwell defeating uh Saint Prue by split decision. Yeah. Did you score it the same as uh, the well how did you score it? I scored it 29-28, Rothwell. Well, I had it 29-28, Prue, but oh. I wouldn't I wouldn't have argued either way because I thought like, Prue started moving and hitting, you know, sticking him from distance and that, and Rothwell wasn't really doing a lot. He was trudging around. But to, to be fair, it was so tight come the end. You know, you, you I, I literally could have put it either way, even a draw, you know. I had it 29-28, but I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have argued. I mean, it went to Rothwell, and I wasn't upset. It wasn't like you know, I was thinking, oh, that's a poor decision. I was like, yeah, fair enough. It, a few of the rounds were, were very close, and it was, you know, it's a bit from fighter. Now the judges see it, really. Rothwell pressing, yeah, well, St. Prue yeah, well, getting some yeah, shots Rothwell off. Had the, Rothwell had the centre of the cage, and um, in a way, like, literally, really wanted, uh, the and Rothwell like, had him up against the cage. Like, yeah. And, um, yeah, there were big periods where he was controlling him, le- leaning on him and using his body weight and things like that. Yeah. And although St. Prue looked dangerous with his like, left hook and his, his left kick looked good as well, like, yeah. he was too cautious to really, dom- like, really cause Rothwell a major, major problem until the very end. Um, yeah, last 20 seconds, they both started throwing big bombs and actually Rothwell was lucky to see it out almost, wasn't he, right at the end? Yeah, yeah. But I scored it 29-28 and, uh, yeah, I think I think, um, I think it was a deserved, deserved win for Rothwell. I only gave the fight two stars, though. I didn't think it was that good. No, I, I think the only thing for me on it is I know St. Prue was coming up a weight from 205, but... Um, he wasn't as mobile as I expected him to be. Now, I know Rothwell was pressing, but I really thought... I really thought that he'd be, you know, a lot lighter on his feet and getting around. Mm. Yeah, you'd think he'd be quick, wouldn't you? Yeah, and, and he allowed Rothwell to, you know, sort of press, you know, cut the cage off and things like that. And it's not like he's new. He's been around a long time. So I was a bit disappointed in him for that reason alone really that that was what surprised me i thought he was gonna make rothwell look very pedestrian but actually rothwell was making st prue look pedestrian and i didn't think he should have been able to but hey that's it is what it is yeah then the next fight we had drew dobber defeating alexander hernandez via tko um punches in the lightweight division yeah um, I gave the fight three stars. So just to run through the fight in round one, um, it was a close round with Hernandez being very light on his feet and managing to land jabs and kicks 
whilst Dobber took the centre of the octagon and was um, more aggressive and he did manage to land a nice left hook. But Hernandez uh, won the round for me because he managed to land a takedown in, in the round. So that edged it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I had it 10 apiece. Yeah. Yeah. Then in uh, round two, it was, uh, again, an even-looking first half of a round. But then uh, Dobber lands a seriously big shot that hurts Hernandez. And Hernandez manages to hold on well, well, really well at first by taking Dobber down. And I thought, well, that's a really clever way to, you know, instead of covering up. Um, to, to, but uh, Dobber managed to work his way back to his feet and into the final minute of the round, just continuously landed shots to Hernandez's head. And, uh, yeah, the official uh, stopped the fight. Um, so, yeah, it was a well-deserved victory for Dobber. And, uh, yeah, it looked um, the, the more... Powerful man to me. The, yeah, I thought. Um, just the more potential. I yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was a great performance from Dobber, and I thought, to be fair, Hernandez had a really good chin and made a fight of it. You know, he took a lot of shots before he got to him. Do you know what I mean? I thought he was pretty tough. Really made a decent, made a good fight of it. Nick, you know, a lesser person in there with Dobber could have been sparked out a lot sooner. I think. Yeah, it was a really good performance from Dobber. Yeah. And yeah, it was a good fight. Um, then we had a R- Ricky Simon defeating Ray Borg, um, a split decision in the bantamweight. How did you score it? Well, I had it thirty twenty eight for Simon. My that was how I had it. I had it twenty nine twenty eight Simone. So I was I was surprised that it was a split decision because yeah. I thought it was pretty clear that uh, Simone won. The first two rounds. Yeah, I was I was shocked when it came out, you know, one for one, one for the other. I was like, really? <laughs> Didn't think so. Thought it was a decent fight, but no. the, the, it wasn't close, was it? You know, in that respect. Well, no. Um, like the exchanges, like striking. Yes. It was close, and you could you could even say that Borgs, you know, edged it. Um, because he he did look sharp for striking, probably the best I've ever seen Borgs strike. Yeah. Um. But Simon just managed to land takedown after takedown, dominate the ground, inflict uh, damage here and there. Um, so yeah, you just uh, yeah, Simon just looked just a class above Borg um, in this division. Managed to use his strength um, to his advantage, and Borg just couldn't ever get a grip of Simon. No, he, could, he couldn't control him, could he? I mean, I, you know, he hit him with a couple of really vicious liver shots in the third round, and then. Simone just promptly takes him down and starts and controls him again. Didn't give Borg any space. So it was a good fight, but yeah, I, I, you know, it was more Borg being controlled than anything, yeah. realistically. So I think it, I think it was a right right result, but not sure about the scoring. No, I gave it I gave it three stars, and um, yeah, well, they got the right, right result in the end, like you yeah. said. Yeah. All right. Move on to Andre Arlovsky defeating Philip Linz um, in a unanimous decision in heavyweight. What did you think of the fight and did you agree with the decision? Uh, I had it as a draw, really. I thought it was a, I thought it was a draw. I thought uh, Arlovsky looked very hesitant at the beginning, especially the first rounds. And uh, Linz had really quick hands and he was... Uh, Pressing Oloski back during that, and uh, even at the start of the second, Linz caught Oloski with a 
good body kick, although Oloski replied with a you know with a kick to Lynn's leg. And then it was Lynn's trying to work his way in. But he was catching a couple of shots on the way in as well. So I thought that the second round was pretty even. And then third round, both exchanging kicks and punches. So yeah, I thought that Arlovsky yeah, just about I, I thought he just Arlovsky just about nicked the third, so I made it all square, but I'm not sure. Yeah, it was quite tight. No, I had it I had I had Arlovsky twenty nine twenty eight. I had Linz winning the first round, yeah. you know, landing some big punches and taking the fight to Arlovsky. Yeah. And Arlovsky looked like a bit unsure in himself, really, switching between stances. Um, although he did manage to land an eye-catching spinning fist in the uh, spinning back fist in the first yeah. round. I thought, yeah, Linz is uh, looking good here. But then the pace of the fight slowed down and that suited Arlovsky. And he just landed the better shots and more of them And in the second round. And Linz was warned following a, one of the worst kicks for yeah. him. <laughs> Um, and he was lucky not to be deducted a point really for for the kit. Um, so yeah, that round I thought was was Arlovsky's, and then again in round three, Arlovsky just landed more strikes, particularly to the legs, and yeah, it, it just looked like Linz wasn't able to keep up with the pace he set in round one, and yeah, wasn't able to yeah wasn't able to do enough to win a, to win any rounds in from from round one. So for me, it was quite. Quite clear, I lost. He got the double. I must admit, I thought Lin's the start of it looked like he was going to blitz him. He was just firing off. He looked so, so quick. His hands were a big guy. Firing off punches. I thought I lost. He was going to be in trouble, to be honest, at the start of it. But yeah, how wrong was I? I, know, I think I, know, I think I lost. He was there for the taking. Like, yeah, he's he's, he's uh, experienced, but. I don't think Arlovski did had to do that much to win the fight. He just uh, used well, used experience and tried to mix it up with uh, his stances. Um, but like, if I was, I was a bit disappointed with Linz because he's coming off on a, I think he was maybe even unbeaten or at least had a good win streak, and a good win against Arlovski would have, you know, been a good statement piece. But yeah, like, I just, I, just, I, I just hate it when when fighters. Like just disappoint me when when they could have beaten a man, but they just, yeah like, yeah like you mean. But credit to Arlovski, I guess, for grinding out the guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I gave that fight um, a two as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't uh, it wasn't spectacular, but as you say, credit to Arlovski, he stuck it, he hung in there, didn't he? Yeah. Then the final fight of the main card saw Thiago Moise. Oh, Moises, yeah, Moises. Um, defeating Michael, yeah, defeating Michael Johnson yeah. via a submission heel hook in the light yes. division. So I gave this um, three yeah. stars um, as well. In round one, I gave it to Johnson ten nine, but it was almost a yeah. eight round as Johnson he dominated absolutely round, throwing throwing and landing a lot more, um, particularly left kicks and left. Punches from his southpaw yeah. stance. Blocking the takedowns as well, wasn't he? Yeah, whilst Moise was looking for that right head kick and the takedown. Um, but yeah, after round one, I just thought, yeah, like you can just tell, like Michael Johnson is just 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 in the upper class of Thiago Moises, and he's not ready yet to face the big guys. 
um, because he just looked really outclassed and just didn't know what what to do with with someone who who yeah good yeah very in the attack like that. But then um, the bell went for round two, um, and Moises just immediately took Johnson's leg, rolled to his back, was patient enough to turn Johnson around, and then submitted him with the heel hook. And yeah, impressive round two from uh, Moises. <laughs> and if you come out of round two doing that, it doesn't really matter what happens. No, one. I agree with you totally. I, I watched round one, and I just thought Johnson looked class. He just swarmed him, as, you know, hitting him from all sorts of angles, all sorts of. Punches and leg kicks and stuffing all of his attempted takedowns. I thought Moises is in trouble here because he doesn't really know what to do because he can't get the takedown he wants. You know, he's what's he going to do in round two? And then he literally ran across the ring and dived on him and took his leg and, and Johnson tapped out all over. <laughs> I was astonished, really. It was an astonishing finish, wasn't it? No, it was good. It was a good, good finish. And it was interesting with the submission because I, I thought Johnson submitted. And I was like, did yeah. he just submit? Um, and then uh, he must have gra- ground it again. And I was like, yeah, because yeah, it looked like he tapped and the ref didn't stop it. And then it's like he had to make sure he saw him and he tapped again and he stopped it. It looked like he did and nothing happened. They carried on. And I was like, oh, maybe I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah. I was, yeah. Because you don't want to stop the fight if um, he didn't tap. So I didn't. Think it was a, a bad decision from the ref. It was just hard to see from my Yeah. Um, so then moving to the the, the yes. prelims, um, we had Sajara Eubanks defeating Sarah Morris, Morris yeah. um, in a unanimous decision in a woman's yeah. bantamweight. Um, yeah, a pretty straightforward forward fight. I don't think we need to really discuss this one. It was um I gave it two stars just because it was um just very well yeah. decided. Um so Eubanks uh the scorecard for us was what well, for me was thirty twenty seven. Likewise. Um so it was at least that yeah. at least that for you. Um and uh, Eubanks was just a class above uh, Morris and uh, yeah. Morris came back into the fight very briefly um as Eubanks started to tire. But as Eubanks started to tie, it looked like Morris started yeah. to tie as well. Um, and yeah, Eubanks yeah, re-established her dominance later in the fight with a couple of takedowns and some ground and pound. And yeah, it was uh, yeah, pretty, pretty yeah. straightforward. I don't know if you've got anything. No, no, I, I agree. The, the, the last two rounds were pretty similar with Eubanks um, getting Morris down and uh, obviously watching for the armbar and then hitting you know, a ground and pound. It was the same in round two as it was in round three. And, and like you say, I didn't really think Morris had much to offer in that. It was a clear, clear win for Eubanks. No no question. Yeah. I just thought it was funny how Morris's uh, corner was saying, he's getting tired. <coughs> he's getting tired. I was thinking, well, so is Sarah Morris. Like, yeah. Even out of her mouth. Definitely. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not like she has some unbelievable body. <coughs> Um, yeah, so then we move on to uh, the final three fights. I gave each of these three fights four stars. I thought it was a great start uh, to the to the fight to the fighting card. Um, so we had Omar Morales defeating Gabriel Benitez in a unanimous decision in lightweight. Um, did you score it? Morales? Yeah, I had it thirty twenty seven for me. I had it twenty eight. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, but it was a, a kickboxing fight between two skilled uh, fighters with stinging power. Um, it was a very close fight where both fights threw and landed similar amounts. Um, Morales edged the fight by having longer periods of pressure and generally pressed yeah. the fight more. And he also dealt um, some serious damage uh, to Benitez's leg via the, yes. via the leg checks, the kick check. Uh, a deserved and hard fought win. You know, one of those where both yeah. left it all out. Uh, yeah. Um, as opposed to you know, when I was saying about um, when I when I was saying about Arlovsky Lins, like you know, that was this fight is the fight where the loser will look back and say, well, oh, I've done sure. you know? Yeah, there's there. definitely some damage inflicted, and uh, both really tough guys, you know, just going at it, and wow, they they really did go for it, didn't they? It's, it's funny because the last. Two events that have been on since the lockdown with no audience. Most of the fights have been superb. The guys have really been going at it still. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, this was this was close to getting fight of the night for me. It was probably second um, for me. Um, did you see the damage? Did you see yeah, the I'll tell you, I don't even know how he carried on fighting with that, that gash in that leg. Wow. Yeah, he so it looked like someone's about to perform yeah. surgery on his leg, and have got a knife and just cut all yeah. the way through his leg, and you can literally see. The yeah, it's really, really. You can literally see the bone and like the the muscles, and I was just thinking, how on earth did he continue to throw leg kicks? Yeah, that's when you go, these guys are so tough, aren't they? You just look at that and just think, if that was me, I'd be like looking for the plaster straight away. <laughs> or stitches in this instance. But how they carried on and just kept kicking and checking. Yeah, it was disgusting. Very good, yeah. Then, then we had the knockout of the night in the Brian Kelleher and Hunter yes. fight. Um, so this was um, another four-star fight. And um, Hunter won the first round, throwing a lot more and landing more. And uh, Kelleher managed to prevent any takedowns, though, and also uh, managed to all the throwing and landing. He managed to block yeah. most of it. Kelleher managed to stay in the fight, and he really did grow into it in the second round. And uh, Azure went for a low inside kick, um, but in doing so, his chin was visible to Kelleher, who just knocked him with a left hook, um, KO'd him with a left hook, and threw two hammer fists to ensure yeah. the official ended the fight. But it was ended as connected with that left hook. And he even looked at the ref like, Do you want me yeah. to? Yeah, it's tight. He was like, he didn't really need to, but he thought he better because the ref hadn't actually gone to stop it. It was like, well, come on, ref, you could have just jumped across yeah. him at that point because he put such a big left on him and just dropped him. You know, he didn't didn't need him to go and give him the other two incidentals. You know, but a good, good, another good fight though, wasn't it? Yeah. Underdog, an, yeah, it was a good fight. It's an underdog win as well because uh, Hunter is yours. Yeah, for this yeah. Fight. So, uh, yeah, I was yeah. First, the first round, uh, he was, you know, I, I had a, I had it down as ten ten. The first round, I, I thought it was really tough to split them, and then obviously the second round, he didn't need to score, did we? <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, then the very first fight of the night, we had Chase Sherman defeating Isaac Villanueva, TKO elbow and punches in yeah. the heavyweight division. Yeah. It was a heavyweight. Yeah. I was I was looking at their records before they come in, and I was thinking. Yeah, I need to concentrate here. Don't blink because they've both knocked everybody out. They've been fighting in the first round for ages. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was good. It was a bit of a cagey start, but I thought uh, Sherman looked in good condition, but apparently he's a sports coach, so you'd expect that. So some big, powerful leg kicks from Chase early on and some flurries, and then you had Villanueva trying to push forward, but Sherman was really um, a little bit too cute for him. So I, th- I thought that uh, Sherman needs the first round 10-9 for sure from what I saw. I thought he, I thought he, was, he was more mobile and it looked in better shape all round really for that. And then in the second round, I thought Sherman started quickly, fast hands pushing Villanueva back. And although he's tough and took some big punches, that big left elbow that put Villanova down and the rest stepped in was about right, really. Sherman, good performance, I thought. Yeah, not, I don't have much, much more to add. Um, yeah, I thought, I thought I enjoyed the fight as well. So, yeah, it was a really good start. Yeah, I'll tell you what was interesting as well. I, I thought they said that Sherman came in at short notice for that fight. So, I wouldn't want to fight him when he'd had a full camp. Was it a short notice? Was it? I thought he had. Uh, oh, was it? Uh, maybe. Maybe it's been an over. I thought. I thought I heard one of them say. I might be and I was like, "Wow." <laughs> yeah, you might be right. You might be right. I might be thinking of, of someone else. Um, but yeah, so we're going into the fight in card for the sixteenth of May, mm. Overeem v Harris. Uh, oh, Overeem very experienced. Uh, been a little bit disappointed with a couple of his more recent fights, to be fair. But well, he lost to uh, his last fight. He lost to Jairzinho uh, Rosenstreit, who obviously got battered um, uh, by the Beast um, Francis Ngungu. Um, yeah, on, yeah. On last Saturday. It, no, it does. It doesn't. But Overeem's been there and seen it and done it, hasn't he? He's kickboxing as well and everything. So it'll be interesting. He's he's cute enough, but let's see. Let's see what he brings to the party this time. See if he's got a, if you like, if he's got his desire back, and see what he see what he does. Yeah, I think I think I'll I'll, I'll go for a yeah Walt Harris win. Um, yeah, but it should it should be a should be a. Decent fight night as well. Yeah, another good card. Quite a big card. Um, yeah. A uh, point of which was interesting um, is Giga Chik... Uh, I can't say his name. Giga Chikdazi. Yes. You know, the Georgian fighter. Um, he was meant to be fighting Mike Davis, but he's had to pull out right. on health reasons. Um, so he's been replaced uh, by... Irwin, yeah, I, don't really uh, I saw um, something else as well about um, Ryan Faber stepping on the scales in case someone couldn't buy it. Yeah, I don't think no. he's, he's fighting. Okay. 
He was a reserve. That was that was all I just saw. Someone say that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it would be quite quite interesting and what and something that fighters have to deal with, I guess. You know, you prepare for one fight or well, to, you know, well, judging by Tony Ferguson's comments last week, that's exactly. <laughs> you could argue that's exactly what happened to him. Yeah, yeah, true. But um, yeah, so I'd, I'd, I'd like to see Ferguson <laughs> prepare for that. Yeah, to be, I think it's a good, it's a good. Yeah, to be fair, and the thing is, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't like, and like we say, although he lost, he definitely lost honourably. He wasn't like he just, you know, wimped out or something. It, crikey, he couldn't have done any more, could he? He wasn't going to win, but he didn't quit. No quitting a man was uh, is tough. So, no, 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 yeah. No, that's it for me. I think uh, another good card. Uh, last the two cards that we've had in lockdown without crowds, from what I've seen, have been some of the best fights that we've seen in recent times. But some of the fights in some of the other cards, even with the crowd, haven't been as good as these. And that they've really surprised me. These these guys have really been putting it out there. They're really getting the same. Yeah. Well, the last fight night before lockdown was Lee Oliveira, and that wasn't to a crowd either so it's now three three fight nights which have which have not yeah. to a crowd yeah. So. but yeah like like you said they all they've all been good there's not been a lack of uh, desire to win from the from the team no it's been really it's good nice. enjoyable yeah. it's nice to get the fighting back as well really enjoyed it so good to have live sport um yeah so I've got you obviously have the Bundesliga football um Coming, coming back this week. Yeah, I think I'll I think I'll have a flick. See who's, see who's playing. I wasn't wasn't sure it was starting this weekend, so thanks for that. I'll have a look. I don't think so. I think I'll just be in neutral and just watch big games. I've I've picked Berlin. Because they're Oh, I see. They got some affinity. And they remind. They're from a capital city like West Ham. They were founded in 1966 uh-huh. when England won the World Cup. And, uh, yeah, they just remind me of, of West Ham yeah, before yeah. they moved the stadium. Um, yeah. Yeah, so good choice. I've decided to go for them. But, uh, yeah, they're away by Munich first round, easy, first match, I think. Easy start. Um, so <laughs> not a good choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. Get Bayern Munich out of the way and then pick a team after. <laughs> Good decision. Yeah, well, yeah, they're at home to them actually. But yeah, fine. That's uh, that's it for the podcast. Well, as I say, this week, but we've had two this week, so here's the end of the podcast this week. Um, thanks for listening and. Be sure to check out the next one, which will be coming up early next week. Bye. Thanks a lot. Later. Bye.